Hey everybody, from Nashville, I'm Skip Orham and this is Web Radio Today. Episode 24 of the Web Radio Today podcast. Thank you so much everybody for pushing that play button. This podcast, Web Radio Today, we lump faith, diet, exercise, positive attitude, music, research, and positive imagery. We lump all those elements together into a battle plan designed to help you stay happy, stay healthy, and to avoid those diseases that seem to attack us baby boomers in our 60s and 70s and beyond. And then those of us who might have already been diagnosed with a serious disease, we help each other through this battle to fight it off, get whatever disease we might have healed, get it out of our bodies, and get ourselves healthy and and enjoy everything that, that this life has to offer us in our golden years. All of that together in the Web Radio Today Faith, Fitness, and Fun Podcast. I am so proud of last week's episode. And I've got to tell you, everybody, I am just blown away by the emails from you all as well as the actual listener statistics for that episode. Only a week away from its release, Web Radio Today, episode number 23, that that was released last Friday. It has already become the most downloaded of all 23 of of our episodes that we've released so far. And thank you so much, everybody, for that. Those listener statistics speak to the fact that many of of our regular listeners told their friends about last week's episode. And like I said, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed by that response. On a little inside baseball technical note, I screwed up and the first five minutes of that episode, they were recorded at the wrong speed. Hopefully not too many of you noticed that During the first five minutes, I sounded like a very slow talker. Fortunately, though, the important parts of episode 23, they were all recorded at the correct speed. As we get started today, I want to talk briefly about the Web Radio Today audio bursts. With every episode, what I do is I break out one or two of, of what I feel are the most important segments. Things people might want to hear a second time without needing to listen to the entire podcast episode. Segments that you might want to download and keep in your computer or cell phone files to listen to at a later time. All of our audio bursts from all of our episodes are located at webradiotoday.com on the audio burst pages. If you want to listen to or download any of those segments, just uh, click on the menu there at the top of webradiotoday.com. That'll take you to the audio burst page, and then you'll see all of the different audio bursts listed there, and you can click on those and listen to any of them whenever you want. The reason that I'm mentioning the audio burst is because last week's episode had so much important information, including a standalone. 29-minute guided positive imagery session is that I, I ended up breaking out four different audio bursts from just that one podcast. Among those four audio bursts 
or the positive imagery session, because I know you'll want to keep that and, and hopefully use it many times. And then the disease fighting battle plan, which was also a part of episode 23. Both of those are important sound files, everybody, and I hope that you'll want to share that battle plan audio burst. Well, actually, both of those audio bursts, the battle plan and the positive imagery session, with any family members or, or friends who might be fighting a disease right now. And especially if you know someone who has just recently been diagnosed with a serious disease, please share both of those audio bursts with them. The battle plan especially, it's all about very important first steps that need to happen immediately upon being diagnosed with a serious disease. When I create those audio bursts, it usually takes about two days after the release of the podcast for me to, to get them cut and, and uploaded to webradiotoday.com. And of course, all of the full episodes of the Web Radio Today podcast are also right there at webradiotoday.com. And they're also available wherever you get your podcasts. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and, and really all of the podcast distribution sites. Okay, let's get going with today's episode. I'm going to spend a little time on the importance of, of having a partner or partners when you're trying to get fit and stay healthy. I'm going to talk about the diet element of the Web Radio Today disease fighting and fitness model, specifically about meat. Is it good for you? Bad for you? Is there middle ground? I've done some investigating, and I want to share with you some of the things that, that I've discovered and my own thoughts on what's the deal with meat. So that'll be coming up on the podcast today, and then I will share with you my thoughts on, on one of my favorite books of the New Testament. All of that on today's episode, episode number 24 of the Web Radio Today podcast. But first, let's do a mini workout. Time to get up, start moving for a few minutes to get the blood flowing, get your heart rates up, and burn a few calories. And then after this mini workout, we will be talking about diet and what's the deal with meat. Time now, though, to get up and start moving in any way you can for the next three minutes. Dance, run, walk, whatever you want to do to get your body moving. This is a Web Radio Today mini workout. And to provide the musical motivation, get you going, get you working out, the Fire Apes and Tuesday's Fine.
Okay, you can slow down a bit, but don't stop while we spend the next two minutes cooling down. Still moving though, but at a much slower pace. I want to mention that on next week's episode, the mini workout, it's going to be a 10 minute heart rate training interval training workout. Many of you have requested that we do one of those again as, as part of a regular episode. So that will be on next week's Web Radio Today, episode 25. And that episode will be out on Friday, October 16th. Still so much more to come, though, on today's episode. Let me ask you a quick question. For those of you who have bought into the Web Radio Today disease fighting and and fitness system using faith, diet, exercise, attitude, positive imagery, music, and, and research to stay healthy and fight off disease, let me ask you this. Are you doing this alone or or with a partner or, or maybe even in a group? Cool thing about doing this stuff, especially diet and fitness and faith stuff in a group or with a special friend or, or with your spouse or partner is that it really helps to, to keep you motivated and, and challenged. Men or women, I call these partners fitness buddies. Fitness buddies, they can provide a powerful combination of support, of accountability, and even some healthy competition. They can be your teammate, your coach, your cheerleader, and you can be that for each other. And it can literally double your chances of staying with your fitness efforts and, and double your chances of being successful. But doing all that as, as part of a group well, that just continues to multiply the effectiveness and fun as you dedicate yourself to fighting off diseases and, and staying healthy. I know there are people out there who would just prefer to do all this stuff alone, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I just want you to know, though, that everything you're doing, everything we're all doing together can be so much more effective if you do it with a partner or, or in a group. It's a fairly true statement, at least as it relates to men. In our age group, American men, they live sicker lives and they die at a, at a younger age than women. I think most of us guys are aware that, that women do, in fact, outlive men. But I don't think most of us understand that it's because, or at least one of the reasons, is that we live sicker lives. Overall, it's, it's men who tend to eat more unhealthy foods who don't get enough exercise, don't get enough sleep, and, and just might possibly drink more alcohol. One of the demographic statistics that I can't get about this podcast is how many men listen to it. I suspect that the Web Radio Today listener base is made up of more women than men. 
I know emails I get from listeners run that way. Keeping all of that in mind, I want to talk with you about an exciting new book that just came out, and it focuses on men's health. For you guys who listen to this podcast, and then the ladies who listen to this podcast, you might want to think about this book for your significant other. I know the amazing doctor who wrote this book I'm going to tell you about. I actually consulted with him for a a second opinion when I was making a decision about whether to do radiation after my cancer surgery. I consulted with him because he's one of the leading authorities on men's health and because he's the best in his field. His name is Dr. David Samadhi. The book is called The Ultimate Manual. Dr. Samadhi's Guide to Men's Health. I heartily recommend it. Ladies, what a, what a wonderful Christmas gift this book would be for your man. It's already pretty high up on the bestseller list. You can find it in most bookstores. Also, of course, at Amazon.com. And, and I'll have a link to it in the show notes for this episode at webradiotoday.com. To locate the show notes, which are actually written transcripts of each episode, just go to webradiotoday.com and and click on the show notes page, the show notes and podcast page, and then all of the episodes are listed there. Just click on the one that you're interested in, and it'll take you to the show notes, the transcript of of that particular episode. So, So on the show notes, I have a link there where you can purchase Dr. Samadhi's book from Amazon.com. And again, the title of the book is The Ultimate Manual, Dr. Samadhi's Guide to Men's Health. Everybody, all of us, baby boomers in our 60s and in our 70s and beyond, we want to do everything we can to fight off chronic disease and And we're using the seven elements of the Web Radio Today Disease Fighting and Fitness Model, Faith, Diet, Exercise, Attitude, Positive Imagery, Music, and Research. We use all of them together in this battle plan that we're all in to live healthy and and live free of disease so that we can enjoy these golden years of our life. Today, I want to delve a little deeper, almost into a micro level, and look at our diet element. Specifically today, red meat. We talked a a little bit last week about sugar and the need to eliminate it from our diet or or at least to get it under control. And I don't think most of us would disagree with the need to limit our sugar intake. But as we focus on meat, you're going to find lots of differing opinions on, on whether it's good for us or not. I love meat. I love a good steak. And I really love cheeseburgers. I've been a fitness geek most of my adult life. This is the third podcast I've done since the very beginning of podcasting. My very first podcast, the Get Fit Pod, over 150 episodes. Listened to worldwide back when there were probably only about 5% of the podcasts that are available today. The Get Fit Pod, it was totally focused on fitness. And then I also created and did the Interval Training RX podcast. I'm mentioning all these podcasts I did, my production history, my fitness history, mainly to set up what I'm going to tell you now. Through all of those years of being a total fitness nut, 
meat was a significant part of my diet. I probably had meat at least once a day, and, and cheeseburgers, they were my lunch stable. And 75% of the meat I ate came through the drive through window as a cheeseburger with fries. Just talking about cheeseburgers right now gets me all excited. I was able still, though, to stay fit and, and I thought healthy because of my exercising, specifically running. I'd run over an hour a day and, and, and then I used calorie counting to keep my weight in control. I would track my calorie intake every day and I knew what my total calorie limit for each day needed to be and I never exceeded it. So I could maintain my weight and, and be reasonably fit but I never really paid any attention to what I was eating, just the total calorie content. Although if you were to listen to any of those Get Fit Pod episodes, you'd hear me extolling the virtues of fruits and vegetables and less sugar and eating that food pyramid. Meat, though, was always a big part of my diet. So then I get diagnosed with prostate cancer. Not low-grade. This was advanced prostate cancer that, that left untreated, it would quickly kill me. Among many other things, that diagnosis caused me to quickly look at what made up my diet. I'm not saying cheeseburgers and steaks caused my cancer. I'm getting pretty old, and, and like all of us in our 60s and 70s, age makes us more susceptible to diseases. I found out, though, to fight this cancer, my immune system, it had been compromised, and it needed to be strengthened. And one way to get your immune system well and to get your organs working correctly is to look at what you're putting into your body. There are a ton of studies I've read, and I've studied a lot of them, and they'll tell you that red meat consumption increases significantly your risk of getting cancer, colon, and rectal cancer, pancreatic cancer, and of course, prostate cancer. The correlation between meat and advanced stage prostate cancer, it's extremely high, so naturally I started to do something about meat immediately after I was diagnosed. Those studies, if you just read the headlines, I did this, you'd think of meat as poison. My opinion now, though, is that perhaps Meat alone may not be the culprit here, or at least it's not totally poison to your body. After all, meat has lots of vitamins that actually strengthen your immune system, like B1 and B12. Meat's a tasty source of protein, right? So is there maybe something else about meat that might also be affecting these studies? Well, first, what's the cut of meat? Is it lean or is it really fatty? How's it prepared? Fried in oil? Oh, and when you're having that big juicy steak, what are you drinking with that? Alcohol, maybe? And do you have potatoes or vegetables with your steak? How large is the piece of meat you're eating? And that hamburger? Is it actually a cheeseburger? And of course, do you want fries with that? Oh, and this. Did you make your hamburger at home with a lean cut of meat, fat trimmed off, or did you go through the drive through What I'm saying here is that I believe that you can 
include meat in your diet, you just have to do it right. It's going to be more expensive, but maybe you'll save money by not having it as often, certainly not every day. My goal is to moderate how much meat is in my diet. I use lean cuts of meat, fat trimmed away, and then I watch what I'm eating with the meat. No fries anymore. If you can enjoy a lean, quality hamburger without cheese, that should be okay. Make sure that those other foods you eat with meat, make sure they're good for you. Here's the bottom line, at least for me. I limit the amount of meat I eat. I make sure that it's good quality meat, cut away the fat, cook it right, not in more oils, and I balance it with the rest of the meal. I refuse to look at meat as poison, but it needs to be looked at in terms of quantity, quality, cut, cooking method, and what you're eating with it. Until a couple of weeks ago, I'd never read any parts of the message. That's Eugene Peterson's translation of the Bible. It is even actually more of an American translation of the Bible because it does use some American slang. I grew up on the King James Version, and if I didn't have really good Sunday school instructors helping me study the Bible, I'm not sure that I would have ever been able to really understand that old King James Version. Thank God for those adults who, who volunteered their time every Sunday and every Wednesday night to teach us kids about Jesus. My go-to hard copy Bible, which I carry with me to church, is the Holman Christian Standard Version, which is more of a traditional translation. I have two awesome Bible apps that I use, the Takarta Bible app, which is a, a really good phone app, and it has over 30 versions of the Bible to choose from. It's cool because if you're sitting around, you know, like waiting on a doctor's appointment or really any situation where you have to wait by yourself for a while, it's really convenient to open up your phone and, and just read from the Takarta Bible app. The other app which I use is an audio Bible for your iPhone. It's cool because you can listen to it while you're in your car, just sitting out at the beach or anywhere where it's easier to listen than to read. The name of the app is Dwell. It has four or five different versions of the Bible. With some versions, you can actually choose which voice you want to have reading to you. So that's pretty cool. So anyway, using the Descartes Bible app, I've started to read some of the Bible books I love with the message translation. And I'm convinced now that if you were going to introduce someone to the Bible for the very first time, that message translation might be the way to do that. Of course, if you're going into some actual Bible study, I would definitely choose one of the more traditional studies. I've gotten myself off track here talking about Bible versions. So let me ask you this question. Can, can you have a favorite book in the Bible? I don't know the answer to that. All, all the Bible books, they are important, very important, all of them, in understanding God's overall plan. Speaking about favorite books in the Bible, I can even get into arguments with people about which book of the gospel is best. They all tell the story of Jesus' life in different ways. For me, I like 
reading Luke the most because it comes at you similar to reading a history book or a historical biography. Some folks will say it's less inspirational than, say, the book of John or Mark. But if you look at it overall, that's the beauty of God's written word. It appeals to so many people on so many levels in so many different ways. The first book that I turned to when I started to explore and read the message version of the Bible was Acts. Acts of the Apostles is one of my favorite Bible books. It was probably written by Luke. And it starts right there after the resurrection and Jesus' ascension into heaven, right there at the very beginning of the spread of Christianity. In the book of Acts, you're, you're there at the very beginning. Jesus' disciples still alive, the Holy Spirit descending on them, Paul as Saul, hunting them down and, and punishing and jailing Christians, and then Paul's amazing conversion. And then he starts spreading the good news. What a wonderful adventure story Acts is, too. When you think about it, Jesus' disciples, who, who learned so much from him when he was alive, and then became apostles, Paul becoming an apostle, all of them messengers, delivering the message of God's grace and love throughout the world. This very small group of Christians, there in the first century, spreading the word. And because of what they did, Christianity becoming what it is today. And, and I think, and I, I realize this a lot from reading the book of Acts, I think the word, the message at the heart of Christianity, the reason for its growth, here it is, God's unconditional love. He loves us so much, and he, and he wants us to love Him in return. God's love, it, it, it's so great that, well, He sacrificed His Son so that, so that we can be forgiven of our sins. Not just our sins now, but our sins in the past and the sins that we will most definitely commit in the future. We are forgiven now and forever. What a gift that is. Eternal life if we only just believe. Perhaps you're like I was before cancer came to take me out. I knew all of the Bible stories. I knew about Jesus. I certainly believed in his life and his resurrection. And I believed in the eternal life he offered. But I became lost trying to live my life. At one point, I was even somewhat ashamed to, to talk about my belief in the cross. 
too much going on to really commit my life to Jesus. Jesus, he stayed in the back of my mind because the devil was telling me that to not worry about it. I needed to enjoy my life right now. Jesus will be there, but don't worry about it right now. There's too much to do, too much going on. You need to live your life right now. The words of the devil, you've got plenty of time. And then I didn't. Something came to destroy me. And then what came to destroy me brought me back to Jesus. And I'm never going to leave him again. Everybody, you know, if you really think about it, you know this. You know that you want to be more than what you are right now. Then give your life to Jesus. Please do that now. Because the devil, he's telling you that you've got so much time left. Don't be in a rush. Take more time to think about it. The purpose of the Web Radio Today podcast is to help you get healthy, to enjoy your life, but most importantly, I want Jesus to be in your life. If you know Him, but haven't been with Him for a while, pray to Him now. Ask for forgiveness. Tell Him you love Him. Promise Him you are with Him Start reading the Bible again. You can start anywhere in the Bible, maybe one of your favorite books or chapters or verses. Open up your heart to Jesus again. And if you don't know a lot about the Bible, about Jesus, you maybe have all of these questions about how to get started. Well, do this right away. Walk into any church, anytime, any day. Tell the first person you meet You want to learn about Jesus, you're going to put a smile on their face and they will help you take the first steps in making Jesus part of your life. There is no time. You don't have the time that you think you have. You need to do this today, right now. I'll talk with you again next week. And for the Web Radio Today podcast, I'm Skip Oram. Bye, everybody.